Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is somewhere in the building. Every time he walks by a door, he gets pulled in for meetings. So he might be here. So stay tuned for that. But we got lots to talk about today because the fight over school boards, over school curriculum, critical race theory, um, transgender theory, the fight over all of these different curriculum items is boiling over. Obviously, you have parents who are, who are rightfully enraged by what school boards are sneaking into their children's curriculum, what the school boards are doing to their children, covering up, in the case of Loudoun County, that horrific, horrific crime, a male student dressed in, in girls' clothing, raping a female student in the girls' bathroom, finding out that Loudoun County, the Loudoun County School Board covered it up or tried to cover it up because they didn't want it to put a damper on Pride Month. Think about that. A male student dressed in girls' clothing, obviously identifying as a girl, rapes a girl in a bathroom, and they don't want it to become big news. They want to handle it internally, because don't want to put a damper on Pride Month. That would be bad, wouldn't it? So that's kind of, I mean, obviously, there's been a fight over this before that. But that story has kind of risen to the top. Because the National School Board Association, which we've talked about on this show at length, sent that letter to Joe Biden, accusing parents of being domestic terrorists and wanting Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland, more on him in a little bit, to use the Patriot Act against parents who dare stand up to their school boards. They cited the father, who was enraged over his daughter's rape, rightfully so, shows up at a school board meeting. They, they're trying to cover it up. He won't let them. They arrest him. And that's what the, the letter, that's what the DOJ is using to prompt all this. We do have Joe now joining us. Joe, celebrity, always gets pulled into different offices, different meetings. I don't know about celebrity part, but I will tell you, I got pulled into a different meeting. I got a haircut too, see? Got a little haircut. Well, I, I saw, don't, don't, uh, don't shortchange it. I saw you have a big event coming up on Friday. Yeah, we do. In North Carolina, we have an event, uh, yeah. two events, actually. We'll be speaking at three. There's a rally happening as well. Um, it should be pretty good. I mean, I think it should be pretty good. I, I, I bet it's going to be pretty good. But it's, uh, it's called the Crime of the Century Exposed and Analyzed. So it'll be Draza Smith and myself. Draza is a mathematician. She's actually getting her Ph.D. in applied math. She is uh, amazing. And she's been able to uncover some of the multivariant strategies that they use on a mathematical level across the country. And so we're talking about massive amounts of fraud in every election in the United States at every level. We're not talking about Can you just put up the... my screen, Mr. Producer. I want to do that. There's there you go. That. Yeah, so um, Draza is incredible. She's a genius. I mean, it says even there, Draza Smith, a math genius, will premiere a new video about the November 3rd steal. I want everyone to take the time and share this video, okay? Share it. 
tell them to go back to the beginning, tell them to go to the middle, go to the end. You know, obviously, I have a tendency to get really riled up, get really fired up. I get fired up when I see women being raped and children being raped and people being beaten in the streets and people being arrested for murder because pedophiles and rapists and other people who are radical leftists come out and hurt them. I get really fired up, and I should. I should get fired up. What they do to one of us, they do to every one of us. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And we have got to get to the place where we reset the ethical standards. So in this deal, we're going to talk about the steal. We're going to talk about what really happened in the election. I want everyone to understand a couple things. Number one, there are some amazing people that are fighting, that are absolutely fighting for election integrity and fighting for transparency. Let me tell you what the left is doing. They are fighting us having audits. They're saying, no, 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 no audits, no audits, no audits. When we get to the bottom of it and we get to the audit, they hide information, they lie, and they say, oh, it's not an audit, it was a recount. No, it was an audit that happened in Maricopa County, and the amount of fraud that we found in that should decertify the election. Talk about Mesa County and what they did in weaponizing the judiciary against Tina Peters, and all the information that came out of that showed a massive amount of fraud and the ability to do exactly what Eric Coomer said you would have to do in order to steal an election, and that is erase your path. And that's what they did. They erased the path. You see what happened in Antrim County? The same thing. And then what they do is they go find pay people who say that they stand up for the rule of law and say, do me a favor, write me a one-page piece of trash article about how the election wasn't stolen, and we're going to use that to justify why the election wasn't stolen. People, we are dealing with cultural communism. That's what we're dealing with right now. Right now, that's what we're dealing with. The election was stolen. We are not some... We are not off on one end QAnon supporters. I've never even talked about QAnon. Now, do I think that some of what QAnon says might be true about the fact that there's massive amounts of sex crimes that are happening across our nation and that these radical, leftist, terrorist, evil people are perpetuating it? The answer is yes, absolutely 100%. I believe that. And I believe the easiest way to fill their coffers with innocent women and children is to open the border so that those are people with no names, no social security numbers. It's absolutely perfect. It's brilliant for evil, devil-worshipping pieces of garbage. And you could tell me that's not what they are, Joe. And I would tell you there's not one radical leftist, not one radical leftist, not one radical leftist that I would tell you that I would, if they were on fire, I would put them out because I wouldn't. I don't, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the vengeance of God on that one. I wouldn't put them out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the haircut. Well, talk? It's the haircut. haircut. <laughs> it's the haircut. It's the haircut. Well, so we're going to be talking about specifically schools, school boards, but want to take a moment to remind you about the Conservative Daily Store. This yeah. new t-shirt up just in the last day or two, Unvaccinated Lives Matter, available in black, gray, navy, red, white, and blue. So head over to store.conservative-daily.com and pick up your unvaccinated Lives Matter shirt or use the link in our description and go right there. Yeah, so see, Joe, I need, I, I I need sent, some of those. Go ahead. Yeah, you do need some of those. I think we all need some of those. Yeah. Um, I got, they sent me a couple t-shirts. Um, you know, I, had, I got an argument, by the way, with the doctor. I got an argument with the doctor, Max. And I go, can you explain something to me? Because he goes, Joe, I want you to go get a vaccine. I want you to get a vaccine. I can give it to you now. And I'm like, I'm not, I already told you before, I'm not getting a vaccine. And I walked out of the doctor's office. And um, he's walking after me. And I go, can you explain something to me? And he goes, yeah. I go, I just want to ask you a question. If you can answer this question, you can give me enough scientific information that I can go research and do my own research 
so I can have consent, so I can have informed consent on putting that in my body. Will you do something for me? And he goes, yes. Will you tell me what, how I, as an unvaccinated person, adversely affect a vaccinated person? And where I can go find that information? And he goes, huh. well, so the virus um, mutates. And I go, okay. So it mutates in vaccinated go, people too. I, it it yeah. mutates, period, because that's what viruses do. Yeah. They duplicate themselves in an imperfect manner. And so this, it's like playing a telephone game. When, and, and guys, this is absolutely 100% truth, truth. It, it's it not always imperfect. Sometimes they, they copy themselves deliberately trying to change because they want to survive conditions that they know are bad. So like right. a virus will mutate. If, if all of a sudden it gets really hot out, the flu somehow lasts into the summertime, you'll start seeing new flu strains that are more resistant to hot weather. They're more resistant to humidity yeah. because like any, like any living thing, it wants to survive. Well, it's a dormancy. It wants to breed. It wants to survive. Yeah. So I asked him the question. I go, so what is, the, what is the risk of me as an unvaccinated person to a vaccinated person? And I go, and is that risk greater than a vaccinated person to an unvaccinated person? And he goes, uh, there's not enough data. He said there's not enough data. And I go, yeah. I go Brian, can you please tell me? why it is you're trying so hard to get me vaccinated. Just tell me that. Can you give me the reason? She go, he goes, because it'll protect you, Joe. I go, but I don't want to be protected. I don't want to be protected. I'm going to go get vitamin D and vitamin C. So if I don't want to be protected and I have these vitamins, I don't need a daddy, Brian. Are you telling me that you're telling me to get vaccinated because you want ah, to be my daddy? Name. Huh? I said the name. Brian. Oh, okay. I, th I, I thought Brian. we weren't saying the name. Okay. Ah, Brian's fine. So there's a lot of Brian doctors out there. So I said, Brian, wh why, why, why would you want me to get vaccinated? I don't want to be vaccinated. I don't want it. I'm fine. I had the, I had the virus. I couldn't taste my food and I couldn't smell for, I, I couldn't got, smell for I, about a month. I know you say you had it once. I think you had it twice. Okay. Maybe. So what? Maybe I, I get another it time. I'm still going to take my vitamins, I think, I think you're gonna get my it. elderberry. I'm still going to take my vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin B12. I'm still going to take all my vitamins. I'm still going to go out in the sun. I'm still going to go work out. I'm still going to get my hair cut. I'm still not going to wear a mask. And, and by the way, Brian, if it kills me, then you know what? Darwin caught up to me. Dang it. Why do you care? And he goes, Joe, because, because we want everyone to be safe. I go, Brian, 17,000 people died of virus. He goes, no, they didn't. I pulled it up on my phone. I was like, here you go. He goes, well, that's fake information. I go, that's reported information. So, yeah. So every, if there are fake entries, there are, if you, if you yeah. read through enough, yeah. you'll find Mickey mouse, you'll find Donald duck. They do exist. But when you do that, it's a crime. It's a federal crime. Right. So when you hand right. someone that they're alleging that there are 17,000 instances of federal Death. crimes. Death. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, Brian, what is this? He goes, what, what, why, Joe, I can't, I don't know what to tell you. What about CDC? I go, well, what if I told you the CDC says that me getting this vaccine is not going to prevent me from getting the virus? He goes, that's not true. I went to the CDC and I was like, here, see what it says right there? Receiving the vaccine will not result in you not being able to get the vaccine. It just will lessen, yeah. it, will le it will lessen the effects of the virus. But now 40,000 people are dying in, in hospitals. Now, I didn't say this to Brian, but at the end of it, Brian goes, well, I go, give me the, the places where I can go get this information. And he said, well, I would have told you the CDC, but it sounds like you know more about the CDC than I do. 
And I'm like, Brian, how is that possible, Doc? How? He goes, Joe, I'm just doing my job. Mm. The second that he said that, I knew that the argument was won. Leave me the freak alone. Leave me alone. Leave my children alone. Quit lying to me. Quit sending out your little minions and lying. We're creating this cultural communism. What? Leave me the fork alone. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I just want to, I just want to live my life. There's three principles, three things that we, that we want as people. What are they, Max? Three things. Life, liberty, property. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I, I, happiness. I go by the Thomas Paine, the original one, life, liberty, property. They kind of made it flowery language. You don't own happiness. property. I just proved that to you. You rent it from the government. You rent your property from the government. You rent it. You rent it. You put a plate on the back of your car, rent it. Your house, you got to pay property tax, you rent it. You rent it from the government. You're a slave. You rent, you, then you rent your happiness, too. All right, so check this out. Ready? You're going to love this. You love this part because we're going to talk about the school board. School board came out and said, oh, attack somebody in Colorado, Jen Gibbons. She's running for school board in Cherry Creek. I coached her son yeah, in soccer. I coached her son in soccer for seven years. I coached her son in soccer, 14 seasons. In those seven years, we won five out of the seven years for the Colorado Cup. We were highly competitive. In that seven years, I kept the same kids all the way through those 14 seasons, nearly the same kids. I taught those kids fundamentals about life. I taught them that we win as a team, we lose as a team, we run as a team, we score as a team, everything is done as a team. What am I telling us to do right now? Fundamentally, Max, what am I telling us to do? What they do to what? Fight as a team. What they do to one, they do Fight to all. Fight as a team. We fight as a team. I was highly successful with these young men. All of these young men have gone on to be exceptional young men, including my son. Jen Gibbons, we send out at FEC, which by the way, we're suing the living shit out of these people at the, the Sentinel. We're going after the people that were at Cherry Creek. We're going after those people after individually. People? Oh yeah, oh yeah. After these people? What is this? Yeah. Protect our public schools? Oh, Ed Krug. I'm going after Ed Krug. We, yeah. we have a lawsuit we're drafting right now to this go after him. No -no. Huh? This oh, yeah. No -no. We this own no -no. FEC United. You put it out there? Yeah. I'm suing you. Yeah. I'm going to sue because you. Because that, that, I mean, if they wanted to, like, use it in, like, an ad and make it very clear that it's not a FEC United logo, you yep. can do that, right? You this can use right it artistically. It's going to cost them look millions. Like FEC United logo. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's fraud. Because that's what they do. The left are liars. They are liars. They lie about everything. So what do you think they did to Jen? They attacked her and said, because we sent out an FEC, we sent out a questionnaire to all the candidates, all 116 candidates for board, uh, board seat members across the state, of which only 16 responded. She was one of them. She was one of them that responded. They said that FEC United endorsed Jen Gibbons. No, we didn't endorse anyone. We didn't endorse anyone. And they haven't issued the correction? I assume they have not issued the correction. They have not issued the correction at all. And not only have they not issued the correction, but they've continued to perpetuate it. And so what we're doing right yeah. now is we're suing them. We're suing them. We're suing the school board. We're suing the school that held it. We're suing Ed Krug. We're suing all of them. 
Lawsuits for everyone. And by the way, I do know that there is massive amounts, massive amounts of damages because we're actually getting the flyback and the, and the pushback from other people who are legislative and those people that have donated money to FEC. So we're just going to go after them. And you know what? I don't care how much money we spend. I don't care. I am literally going to fry the radical left into the ground. I'm going to grind them into nothing. Nothing. That's what I'm going to grind them into. And I'm not going to apologize for it because what do you do with evil? You put your heel on it and you stomp it out. Going to take a real quick break from this interview to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family should any of you ever suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. We don't get to choose where a disaster strikes. And it's not just people who fall off the side of a mountain or get lost in the woods who need to be airlifted. You'd be shocked to learn just how many people in the suburbs and the cities have to be flown by hospital to hospital by a helicopter. And it can be very expensive over 60 grand in some cases. Well, don't let it bankrupt your family. Sign up with Air Med Care Network, and it's going to only cost you $85 for one year, and that covers your entire household. And as a bonus, when you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, we're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to stomp it out. But anyway, they, they wanted to attack her. They wanted to lie because that's all the radical left does is lie. And the reason why they lie is because the radical left, these radical leftist, communist, Marxist pieces of trash, all they want to do is implement this idea that they can control you and control your children. Your children are now the political pawns. Now, it's been happening for a long time. But now your kids are the political pawns, and these people want to use things like come unity and act like they care about you. They don't care about you. They don't care about your children. What they want to do is implement an evil, so evil, that it stands against everything moral about our society. Everything moral about our society. And they put me in the middle of all of it. I yeah. am really good so this for article, clicks. This article, uh, not, not that much, not that good. The article got 1,500 clicks. So that might be good for them. Yeah, yeah. 1,500, we can go to my screen. So their op-ed that the editorial board wrote, 809 clicks. I bet you probably 50 of them are me and you at least. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've opened this at least 10 times today on different computers. 809 for that, 1573. So maybe that's a good day for them. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this made their month. I, no, I don't know. But what's going to make their month is when I own everything about them. Because I will sue them into the ground. I will spend whatever money is possible, and I will literally sue these little communists into nothing. And I won't feel bad about it, because you know what? Communists have killed more people across the globe in the history than any other form of government ever. And that's not hyperbolic. That's absolute truth. Truth. They should have, they should have called you and said, hey, it was alleged at this event that you endorsed her. Is that true? I mean, Nobody that's what a legitimate news outlet event, would do. But that's what, but that's the, no, the, but, uh, but Jen should have also said, Jen should have also come out and said that instead of saying, oh, I'm not a part of FEC, I don't support them. She should have just stood up and said, they sent me something, but, but they bully people. They yeah. bully people and they push people and they try to just absolutely tear people apart. That's how the radical left operates. So now I'm coming after all of them, every last one of them. You want to see what it looks like to be doxxed? Oh, you have seen nothing. 
You have seen nothing until you've seen what's about to happen to the radical left. I literally will. What did we do to, to uh, Sean Heidi Beetle? We sent an army after that thing, Cousin It. We sent an army. And I'll continue to Careful. do it. Every single time Cousin It comes up, I will literally do the same thing. Why? Because it's trash. That's why. Because it represents everything that's bad about our society. Everything. Everything. You want me to be specific? Radical left. And by the way, Democrats, wake the fork up. Wake up. Because they have literally hijacked everything that you're about. Everything. And it doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, green, yellow, purple. The guy that did the Let's Go Brandon rap song, when is he coming on? When do we have him on, Mr. Producer? I'm not sure yet. We're starting. Oh. We're definitely He's coming on the show. Be tomorrow tomorrow yeah. or Friday. I think you, you're out tomorrow, so we were going to try and make it Friday. Uh, Friday, I'm on. Yeah, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be available, but I'll be on the, on the coast. Yeah. For the so he, here's the crazy part of this, Joe. Yeah. If we go back to my screen, the reason that they say that you are a purveyor of violence yeah. is because several UADF members were outside during a June, 20, June 24th Cherry Creek School Board meeting where over 100 people showed up to debate critical race theory. So the idea of UADF members standing outside of a building is apparently intimidation, <laughs> and therefore oh. you're intimidating. And therefore, you intimidate violence. Uh, it's intimidating violence. Do you see what happened with these people? By the way, who's the staff writer? I think it's like Kim uh, uh, Young or whatever. Uh, no, Karina Julik. Oh, Karina Julik. Okay. I mean, I'd love to do some research on the staff writer, Karina Julik, to see if it's a real person. And then make sure that everyone knows the history of Karina Julik. I, I, I can make an entire life. I, I can literally every day wake up. And say, radical leftist, guess what you get? You get me. You get me every you day see in how, You see how just the definition of what violence is just completely has oh. become nothing? Yeah. Like, in Loudoun County, we'll get to that in a little bit, the oh. father, his daughter's, his daughter's raped. Like Twice. It's not even alleged. No. The judge listen. ruled that, yeah, she was raped. Twice. Two different people in two different schools. No, they covered no, no, it up no, listen, listen, to... listen. If you read, read the story about how she was raped... He went in and raped her, went out, looked around, came back in and raped her again. That's the reality of it. This is who we're dealing with. And then, instead of prosecuting him, they just moved him to a different school and he did it again. And he did it again. And they covered it up because they didn't want to put a damper on Pride Month. Let let me uh, put a damper on Pride Month. Put a damper on Pride Month. That's why. People, parents, dads. All all right, I'm going to talk only to the fathers right now. Only to the fathers. I'm only going to talk to your fathers. Fathers, close your eyes for a minute. I'm going to do this again. Close your eyes. Your daughter is, I don't know how old your daughter is, but, but if she's younger, just picture her being 14. Picture your daughter being 14 years old. Just 14. 14 years old. She's, she's deciding in her life that, you know, she's good at math, really good at science. You know, she loves her teachers. You know, she goes to school. She gets good grades. Maybe she, you know, has a couple friends. All right, I want, to, I want you to picture, maybe she's, She's emo, right? So she's got black hair, right? Wears makeup, dark makeup, and she's full of life. She, she's got her own, she's picking her own paths, going back and forth, trying to figure out who she's going to make her mark in life. She's like, you know what? I want to grow up, and I want to make a difference. So I want to I go work as a, I want to go work in, as a veterinarian, or I want to save animals. Now your daughter goes to school that morning. It's a Monday morning. It's beautiful outside. She's excited. She's going to go see her friends. 
He's walking the third period. You guys have all been this. You're walking the third period. I'm closing my eyes too. I'm closing my eyes with you. Just walking the third period. Walks by the bathroom. She goes, you know what? I got to go to the bathroom before I, before I go to class. I'm going to be late for class, but I have to go to the bathroom. She goes in the bathroom. She goes to get out of the stall, and she walks up to the mirror, and all of a sudden, this, this boy, man, walks into the bathroom, grabs your daughter, throws her on the counter, and rapes her. Your daughter's crying. She's super upset. Boy finishes doing what he's doing. Your daughter's still crying. This boy walks out in the hallway. He checks, looks around. Ah, you know what? That was fun. I'm going to go do that again to your daughter. Goes back in the bathroom and rapes your daughter again. Now this man, boy, your daughter's 14 years old. Finishes again, pushes your daughter aside, walks out. She notices the boy is wearing a skirt. Walks out, daughter's crying, goes to the principal's office. I'm not done yet. Keep your eyes closed, men. Goes to the principal's office and says, I've just been raped. Principal says, oh my gosh, takes you into a room. She said, I know who it is. This is who it is that raped me. And by the way, this is what happened. He raped me not once, he raped me twice. And the principal goes, oh my gosh, that's awful. I'm going to send you to, to I'm going to send your dad. Let's get your dad to come pick you up. We, we don't want to disrupt any festivities today. Don't you think, your daughter says, don't you think we should call the police? And they go, no, no, we're not going to call the police. We're not going to call the police because we don't just want to disrupt things. Let's call your dad and let's just get you home. And that principal, instead of actually reporting that incident as a rape, not just once, a violent rape, not just once but twice, hides the fact, tells you when you come pick up your daughter, hey, listen, I just, we don't want to say anything because we don't want to disrupt Pride Month. So can we just not say anything about this? Take your daughter home, clean her up, please. And we're just going to, we're going to transfer that student out of the school. You're a father, you're totally just, yeah, I'm going to take my daughter home. You think that the, the system's going to play out. That they're going to arrest this guy. He's going to get arrested and charged. He's going to be a sex offender. And he's going to send him to jail. Only to find out, as a father, you're a father, only to find out that their punishment for this young man was to send him to another school. And then you get a phone call three days later, ring, ring, ring. He raped another girl. That's what happened here. Now, fathers, I've already told you that what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. What are you going to do? So as a father, you can open your eyes. As a father, you go to the school board meeting. And you find out that they've been covering up the whole thing. And now you've got two girls. And now, by the way, it's six months later. Your daughter doesn't wake up for school anymore wanting to go to school. Matter of fact, she barely wants to wake up. She's angry. She cries all the time. 
She doesn't want to talk to her friends. Your 14-year-old daughter that was so full of life now is only filled with pain, anger, and the idea that justice does not exist, and it doesn't matter what they did to her. It's her fault. She is now the perpetrator, and he is the victim because he wears a skirt. You want to know what this school board thing is about? This school board thing is about the lifeblood of our society. That's our children. And what would you do to protect your daughter? What would you do if a boy raped your daughter not once but twice? And what would you do to the school system and the people that covered it up and made another victim out of someone, all because they were afraid of political correctness and messing up Pride Month? What would you do? Because I'm going to tell you what I would do. Vengeance is God's. I agree with that. And I will beg for forgiveness as I'm tying him together behind my bumper and dragging him behind my car. And do you think I'm kidding? Man, I will spend the rest of my life in prison before I ever let my daughter have somebody rape her twice and get away with it. You touch my daughter, and I would, I, I, I would do something bad to you. And you could say, Joe, come on, you call into violence. No, I'm not. A violence begets violence. If you have violence against my child, my daughter, my innocent daughter, who has her entire life ahead of her, and if you don't think that I would, I would tear your face off for hurting that innocence, man, I tell you what, they've written movies about it. And we should go back to making movies real life. We should go back to looking at what happens when the evil of our society takes over a town. Only it hasn't taken over a town, it's taken over an entire nation. That's what we're dealing with right now. The soul of America is being stolen from us. And I'd tell you again, what's it worth now? Oh, but that's not my daughter, Joe. And I would tell you, yet, now let's fast forward. Now it's not your daughter, but it's your son. Your son is violently raped by a couple of freakazoids who are told they're special in school. Not the same, not equal, but special. Given free passes. Oh, math, English, science, not important, Max. You have two young, young ones. I can tell you right now, if someone hurt one of Max's two kids, I'll probably take a plane ride down there and say, Max, you got a little bit longer of a life that you need to live. I'm going to go handle this for you. <laughs> Am I wrong, Max? Justice you've by me, proxy. You've known me a long time. Am I wrong? Yeah, justice by proxy. No, you're not wrong. Do you know what, the, you know what, the, you know what I think one of the worst parts of it? Obviously, the, what happened in the bathroom, it's, it's a terrible story. But the part that doesn't get reported in the news as often was that when they told the father what happened, they didn't actually tell him what happened. No. They said there was an incident in a bathroom. Yeah. And he went to the school to pick up his daughter, thinking that she had gotten into a fight. And it took a long time for him to actually be told what actually happened. Yeah. So they were content with making him think that she just got into a fight. And if she didn't tell her father what happened, he'd think that she got in a fight. And they and tried to get her to suppress it. Suppress it. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Let me, let me punish my daughter. 
And then I don't, I don't Merrick Garland how. uses yeah. him to say that all parents at school board meetings should be investigated as potentially as domestic terrorists. I need to see some courage out of men. You know, I have people that say on my Telegram and Facebook and everything else, Joe, you tell us to step in the gap. I'm in the freaking gap. Stop talking. Let's be about it. And I'm like, listen, this is not a call for violence. This is a call for accountability. And if you don't think the radical left hates me, they freaking hate me. They hate me. They're like, man, we got to do something because he's speaking truth and people are hearing that truth because it makes sense. It even makes sense to people that we know. It makes sense. And by the way, we can't call him a racist and we can't call him a homophobe and we can't, man, we got to find something. Oh, he's, he's a militiaman. Not yet. Not yet. But push me to it. I still think that you should say I'm not a militiaman, but if I was, I would be the militia leader. And you feel it's defamatory for them to say you'd just be a, a soldier. You learn, how to, you learn how to lead and you learn how to submit. You know, good leaders learn that sometimes they're not the leaders. Sometimes they have to step in the gap. You know, last night I watched Gladiator. It's a good movie. It's a freaking great movie. Long. A lot of times I fall asleep by the end, but it's a good movie. So in the middle of it, Maximus is talking to the little punk kid who killed his dad. Um, and I don't remember his name. They call him Caesar, obviously. And he's the Roman emperor. And so he, uh, he just got done slaying a bunch of people, and he got people to come together. And he said, we must stick together. Whatever happens, we must stand together. And I kept listening to what he said. And then he knew, he knew that this is the person that killed his wife and killed his son. And at that moment, a little boy came up who was his nephew, that is the emperor's uh, sister, daughter, uh, son. And he picked up this, this uh, arrow and he was going to shove it right under the neck of the, he didn't care. He just wanted to go out by killing him. And he didn't. He didn't. But when he asked to take off his helmet, he took it off because the emperor did not know who he was. And he thought he had killed him. And he thought he had killed his family. He thought he killed, he'd wiped Maximus off the off the planet. And he answers by saying, I am Maximus. And he talks about leading legions of men. And he talks about losing his wife and child. And he said, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. And frankly, we as people have to start, have to start realizing, and at that point they got surrounded. And the crowd, the crowd of people said, live. They were going to kill all of the gladiators because they messed up the storyline. But the crowd said, live. Men, if you step into the gap, the crowd will, those that don't have courage will stand up. They will stand. They will stand. But they don't have the courage right now. So we just have to get density. That's it. And it's not density to fight. It's density to stand. It's density for accountability. It's density for reason, for getting rid of this, whatever you want to call it craziness in our society, erosion of our basic principles and rights as humans, as Americans. So I watched that movie last night, and frankly, after it, I'm like, all right, well, he dies. The gladiator dies. But Spoiler he dies alert. killing the emperor.
in a fair fight that wasn't so fair. He was stabbed before he went out there, and he still defeated him. And at the end of the day, it was worth it. And I think that's what we have to get to is, is our neighbor worth it? Well, we don't know our neighbors anymore. And yet, you know, I, I keep being told, Joe, you, tell, you say the quiet part out loud. You say the things that we think, we feel, we have it in our brains, we just don't know how to articulate it or say it, or maybe we do, we just don't want to. Maybe we don't feel like enough people will listen, but I'm telling you, people are listening. And I, what I'm saying to you is just, it's truth, it's absolute truth. The radical left are terrorists. They are communist Marxists that want to destroy everything this country stands for. Read about Karl Marx. There's 10 things they want to do, and they're doing all 10. Stop getting your information from TikTok videos. Stop with the mainstream media. Get to places like OAN. Heck, bring it here. We'll set it up. Every day we'll come in and we'll tell you what's going on. And then we'll say, circle back. Circle back to us. We'll figure that. Circle back. Circle back. But we'll actually circle back. We'll actually as opposed back. to just using that as, a, as an excuse. I, I, want, I want, Max, I want, I want it to matter. I want what we do to matter. I want what we do in our country to matter. I want honoring God to mean something. I want bringing him back to our community to mean something. I want to wake up every day and get to the fight. And no matter where it comes from, I want to smell the air, smell the ground, and say to myself, it's worth it because someone is paying attention. One of you is paying attention and saying, okay, I made the decision this day to step in the gap. I'm quitting my job, I'm gonna stand together, I'm gonna go find a company that literally stands for freedom. And then I wanna basically create a drought for all of these leftist radicalists that, that are basically creating cowards out of our people. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, it's happening. And I wanna stop it, and I think we can stop it. I think we can stop it as, as dead in its tracks. Just like we stopped Nazi Germany, just like we stopped Adolf Hitler, just like we stopped Stalin, just how we stopped these radical pieces of trash. Now well, we I'll get tell to basically. You, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you that we can stop them, but I mean, the drain the swamp. Eventually, the swamp creatures start biting back, right? When you corner uh, uh, an animal, eventually starts nipping at you. We're at that stage with these school boards they have had their power entrenched for so long yep. they don't want to give it up so i don't know if you i, I sent this over to you on, on telegram before we went to air but i don't know if you if you had a chance to look at it miss producer put up image number eight and it's going to be too small for anyone to read but image eight this is the non-disclosure agreement that parents must sign in order to get a look at the critical race theory curriculum that their children will be taught in school. It is being billed as being proprietary. And so the only way they can go look at it is if they go in a room with no recording, with no cameras, with no video cameras, just them and a school official. That's and they not can the way it the works. Documents. They can review the documents and then they're not supposed to talk about it either because it's proprietary. What does this remind you of, Joe? Nazi Germany. No, it reminds, reminds you of the voting machines. How can something so integral to our public society that is actually yeah. performing a public good, how can curriculum be proprietary? How can one plus one equals two be proprietary for counting ballots? Everything that's crap in our society, and you can point to it that it's the leftists hidden. are running it, they're hiding behind the it's proprietary BS. Everything. It, it's, it doesn't, does it not remind you of that? It's the same deal. 
Well, listen, oh, we're, we're, we're going to fight you, against the, vote. the voting machines will not it's be here in 2022. They will not be here. I'm telling you, there's the line in the sand. People, men, women, women, because you got us to the point where we could save our country. Men, 2022, we will not have voting machines. We will not. We will not have these voting machines at all. We will not. And we will not have critical race theory because you're going to stand up and get rid of these pieces of trash inside of the board. You're going to get rid of it. And when they come at That's you and they attack they you fighting. viciously, you double That's down. That's attacking you. Jen Gibbons, I'm going to talk to you specifically. Maybe you'll never see this. The one running for Cherry Creek. You stand up and you say, you know what? FEC stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce. They're talking about what's happening in our schools. And I support the fact that we don't want critical race, gender fluidity, and pornographic uh, pictures and books inside of our schools. I stand for that. And if they stand for that, then, hey, thanks for supporting me. Even though we didn't endorse you, but thank you. Thank you. That's what you should have done. But I know they beat you down. So you doubled down. You don't hide. You don't let them ridicule you and try to say, the witch, the witch, the witch. Oh, Joe's involved. He's a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is conspiracy against the people in this country. They stole an election. And Dominion Voting Systems is a fraudulent company. Eric Coomer is a fraud. And he's a liar. And if you want to take back your country, start having some cojones. Start standing up. Start having courage. Because that means your kids aren't worth it if you don't. Stand for your principles and don't lie. Don't lie. Be an example for your kids, even if it means falling on the sword. Do not let evil rise up in a lie. Do not let them take everything from you the way they're trying to take it from you. And I always say this over and over and over again. What do you have to lose? You've already well, lost they're trying to everything. Make they're trying to make parents as scared as possible. Yeah, I'm not so scared. They're, they're trying to make parents... You're not scared. You're not scared. But lots of other parents are scared. Scared of what? So... Scared of people coming after them. Let me show you this. This is in Loudoun County. In order, in order to go to a school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia. Now, in order to voice your opinion about how wrong you think school policies are, yeah. they are forcing people to go up, state their full name, and their home address. They are forcing them to dox themselves vocally. Now, they could, they could write that into the record. And it could be they don't there, have to write in the record. You can actually... say, I live in Woodbridge, Virginia. I know. No, they're forcing you say people that I live to say, in... let's, let's play the clip. Let's play the clip. Cut number seven. I just want to remind everyone this is a business meeting of the school board. It is not a meeting that belongs to the public. Each speaker is asked to state his or her name and address for the record. Failure to do so will result in an individual not being allowed to speak. John, Excellent. can you give us your name and address, please? Um, my name is John Wicklin. I live in Mankato. Could I get your address, please, John? Um, I'd rather not, since you guys you have it already. Don't give your address. You can't speak. And I get so much uh, property damage and eggs and everything else from fun people and their friends. John, you need to board. give your address. All right, I live on speak. Fifth Street. Excuse me? I live on Fifth Street. House number? Thank you. <clears throat> All right. So are our kids safe? All right, cut it. Um, House number? 
House number, what time will you be asleep? What time will you be in the shower? Like, like what time will you not be paying attention? Are you House paying number, attention uh, to people? Do, 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 you, do you conveniently leave certain doors unlocked? Is it better to break in through the front door or the back door? Is your garage locked? Do you use a code? What's your garage code? You got to say your garage code if you want to speak on the record. Yeah. It's, it's just crap. They're trying to intimidate him so that they can jot it down. And as he said, they egg his house or worse. Let me, let me They're just trying to make people afraid. I'm going to every board meeting now, and I'm going to state my address. I'm going to state my address. In well, Colorado, it's already public record because you're registered to vote. Okay, so I can't do that. I'll just tell them to look at my voter registration. You can. <laughs> they you, have you come can. to my house already. What am I talking about? Yeah. And we chased them out with guns, and they had a gun. And then the cops came, and guess what they did? Nothing. And they sent power to my house. And guess what they did? The FBI did nothing. You don't know why? Because they're trash. Because they're trash. Yeah. Max, you got to finish up this. I got to go. I got to go save the world on my side of the planet. Um, but I'll be in North Carolina on uh, Friday. And um, I'll see you tomorrow morning. I will be here tomorrow morning. So if he's on tomorrow morning, hopefully we have him on tomorrow morning. But uh, listen, I want you guys to know something. I love this country and I love you. And that's not, that's not me. I'm, not, I'm being authentic. That's an authentic I love you. That's not a, oh, I love you. I love you. I gave up my job. I gave up something that I am so passionate about. Innovation and technology and building things and helping companies. Man, that was, that was the, I woke up every day. Everyone that has ever worked for, with me or for me would tell you, Joe is like a kid when it comes to this stuff. Hey, let's build this, let's do that. Uh, building out equations and math and algorithms and how can we do this and building this. And I'm a system architect SME, subject matter expert. And I loved it. I love building stuff, and I gave it up for you. And you'd say, well, you gave it up for you. And I was like, no, I didn't. My life's half over. And when it's all said and done with, and we win back everything that we've been lost, because we gave up the M&M bag of freedoms, and we just gave it to them, and they emptied it from us. When we put every one of those M&Ms back in that bag, I'm going to be the first one that these guys come from. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And you need to be okay with it, too. So if you're wondering what sacrifice I'm willing to make for you, it's all of it. It's all of it. And what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. I love you guys, and um, I do get passionate. And um, I hope that you decide one day that you're going to stand up. And if you're already standing in the gap, be patient, because there's more people joining you. Thank you. See you guys. Going to step away real quick to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars is a Patriot-owned business with an extensive line of historically-themed individual cigars and cigar collections, including the Commander Series, the Founder Series, and the President Series. All of their packaging is proudly made in the USA by American workers, and it's a truly unique gift for both cigar and history lovers alike. So here's the deal. When you go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, any order over $76 is going to receive a free additional Benedict Arnold cigar. That's right, a free cigar added on top. Now, this is the perfect gift for your traitorous liberal family members or friends or just for anyone or smoke it yourself. Again, go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code BEFREE, B-E-F-R-E-E, to get a free Benedict Arnold cigar added to all orders over $76. So Joe has to run to a meeting. Um, I want to play, we, we had a bunch of clips, but obviously we, we, we talked about other things. I highly recommend that you go back and watch the hearing today where Merrick Garland was being grilled by Republican senators. 
say what you will about Republican senators, how they're wishy-washy. At least they, at least they put on a good show when Democrat officials are in the hot seat. Great, great grillings from Ted Cruz, from Mike Lee, from Tom Cotton, from Josh Hawley. Let me let me play the one from Tom Cotton. I think that's probably one of the better ones. Tom Cotton call, calling Merrick Garland shameful. Let's play cut one. You've cited as the basis for that directive the National School Board Association's letter of September 29th. Was that directive being prepared before September 29th, before the School Board Association letter was issued? I don't believe so. Certainly, I didn't have any idea. So it was only prepared at, okay, I think that answers the question. I already answered that so, question So you, you keep citing the school board letter and news reports. That's news right. Re One of the news right. reports cited in that letter, which you presumably mean, is from Loudoun County, Virginia. No, that's Scott, not, that is not um, uh, what I was talking about. Well, talking it, about you keep citing news reports, and yeah. that's the most prominent news report that anyone in America has seen. That refers to Scott Smith, whose 15-year-old daughter was raped. She was raped in a bathroom by a boy wearing girls' clothes, and the Loudoun County School Board covered it up because it would have interfered with their transgendered policy during Pride Month. And that man, Scott Smith, because he went to a school board and tried to defend his daughter's rights, was condemned internationally. Do you apologize to Scott Smith and his 15-year-old daughter, Judge? Senator, anyone who's a uh, child was raped as uh, is a, a most horrific crime I can imagine and is certainly entitled and protected by the First Amendment to protest to their school board about that. But he was cited is, by the School Board Association that's fine, as a domestic that's not, terrorist, which we now know. That letter and those reports were the basis for your... No, this, this no is, Senator, this is that's wrong. Shameful. Judge, that's, this is shameful. This, here, this testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. Okay, that's not... Th thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You that, should resign. Thank God. And he ended with, you should resign. Not going to play all the different cuts, but I highly suggest you go watch Mike Lee, Josh Hawley, and Ted Cruz, among others. They grilled him pretty, pretty well this morning. So before we go, I, I'm not usually one to care about comment section comments. I, I listen to what you guys are saying. I chuckle. Well, sometimes you make me laugh. If you ever see me like just look down or look over and I just smirk, it's because I'm reading what you're writing. I don't usually take it to heart, but it's been a little strange over the past couple of days to see tribalism forming in the comment section. For lack of a better word, Team Joe and Team Max. I, I, I guess, I mean, maybe Joe can mention it tomorrow. There is no Team Joe, Team Max. We're both on the same team. We disagree with things, about things sometimes. We disagree with how to accomplish certain ends, but we both agree what the problems are. And we agree with each other probably 95% of the time. I don't think the show would be very interesting if we agree with each other 100% of the time. But sometimes we disagree, and we disagree respectfully. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's just, it's been a little confusing to me seeing the Team Joe, Team Max in the comment section. So I just wanted to remind everyone, there is no Team Joe, Team Max. We're on the same team. And that's a team fighting for this country. At the end of every podcast, we say, I say the fight to take back the country isn't over, but the only way we win quite literally is if we all stand up and fight together. And that's true. It's true. We see this conservative movement get divided so often. Sometimes it's legitimate. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want rhinos in my conservative tent, but we can't allow any divisions 
to unnecessarily divide us, especially not when we are so close to winning. This issue alone with the school, school board races. I mean, you have Barack Hussein Obama. Mm, mm, mm. He is in Virginia. Actually, we'll, we'll play that one too. He's in Virginia proclaiming that if you care about that poor girl in Loudoun County getting raped in a bathroom, that you are just pushing, what, what do you say, pushing just, just nonsense? Let's play the cup. I don't want to misquote Barack Hussein Obama. Mm, mm, mm. Let's play cut zero. We don't have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars. This there it is. Okay, you cut it there. Fake outrage. Phony, trumped-up culture wars. Fake outrage. If you care about what happened to that girl in Loudoun County, if you care about the fact that Loudoun County forces parents to sign a quasi-NDA if they want to see what their children are learning about, if you care about that, that's phony outrage. It's fake outrage. So no, we are close. Barack Hussein Obama mm -mm -mm, would not be out there accusing parents of phony outrage for being outraged over this if he wasn't terrified that we're about to win. Listen, if you listen to the intro, if you listen to the intro of our podcast, one of the lines I say is the flack is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target and about to open the bomb bay doors. That is true. The anti-aircraft fire is the heaviest right as you are over the target. So no, there is no Team Joe. There is no Team Max. There is one team, and we are all pulling from the same rope, and we all recognize we want to go the same place. Sometimes we disagree on how to get there. And sometimes yeah, I try to play devil's advocate, even when I agree with them, because it makes for, better, makes for a better show. But don't let that division divide up this movement, because it would be a real shame if the left ended up winning because we couldn't all get along. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible. All those links are in the description. In case you didn't know, we haven't really been popularizing it yet. We are growing this show into a network. What's a network? A network of podcasts. So we have Uncle Tom Talks. They had their inaugural episode. We're going to be changing that up getting a little bit more polished, but hey, the first show is always a little rusty. Uncle Tom Talks is coming on as the second podcast in the Conservative Daily Podcast Network, so make sure you check that out. I believe they're going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays after our show, and we're going to be bringing on more shows, and this is where I want to, I want to appeal to you guys. If you think you have what it takes to produce a show, not a daily show, Maybe a weekly show, a monthly show. If you think you have what it takes, and this is something you're passionate about, write in. Write into us at info, info at conservative-daily.com. If you have any clips of you talking about politics, I'd love to see them because we want to grow this out into a bigger network, right? So if you're interested in coming on, the pay isn't good. There's no pay. <laughs> but we can help you get your voice out there. Email in. Your, your, your audition tape, whatever, at info at conservative-daily.com because we want to grow this. We want to get dozens of shows under this umbrella. And the easiest way we can do it is, is reaching out right to you. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Joe had to jump out early. Remember, everyone, just as I just said, the fight to take back this country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together. <laughs>